Welcome to the Nifty Chicks. In this episode, we'll chat with Angel Pui, co-founder of Diamond Handbags Club. She is bringing a new era of luxury fashion into the metaverse and blurring the lines between reality and fantasy. Let's do this. Welcome to the Nifty Chicks. Hi, Minty Cell. How are you? Hi, Jen FT. I'm good. How are you? I am good. I'm really excited for this episode. I am like obsessing with the vision of Diamond Handbags Club. I'm so excited. I know. Me too. I truly am like, I can't wait to get my hands on these things when they come out. I just, I think what Angel and the Diamond Handbug Handbag Club team are doing is it's just groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. And I'm really like even more excited for once they are able to make the two spaces collide between the virtual world and reality and bring the handbags to life. And then we can, you know, go out in New York City and take our cool little diamond handbag with us. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool that they like, like you just said, you know, blurred the lines between reality and the the metaverse. I mean, it's, yeah, we're going to be able to literally wear and rock the bag that we have in real life and in the metaverse. Right. So cool. It's so cool. <laughs> it's so yeah. Cool. So I say we jump right into uh, the interview with Angel and hear what she has to say about the future. Let's do it. All right. Welcome to the Nifty Chicks. I am so excited to have Angel Pui with us here today to talk about her journey in Web3 and her new project, Diamond Handbag. I recently, we started talking, I I think it's been a couple months ago now Mm -hmm. that we first connected and we jumped on a call and she kind of gave me a background of what the Diamond Handbag Club looks like and what it's going to be. So welcome to the show, Angel. Thanks for Um, having me. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about you and how you got started in this crazy Web3 and NFT world. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Um, I was a, I actually graduated fashion design many years ago. And then after that, I was sewing wedding dresses. That's the only job I could get after my degree because I came from, I came back from London to Vancouver and Vancouver is not known for our fashion. I'm just wearing a t-shirt <laughs> and the only job I could get was a Ritzy and Lululemon as a pattern maker. So I was like, no, thank you. And so I was wedding, sewing wedding dresses, literally in the back for the brides who want their dream dress. And I knew, oh, there's, I, I got to be doing something more than this. And so I ended up moving down to Silicon Valley and created an Airbnb for weddings. Um, and I ran that for seven years. It was VC backed. Um, and I all of a sudden became a startup tech founder. Um, and then it went from one startup to two startup um, and three startup. And I moved back to Canada, had two kids. And my husband and I said, all right, let's take a break. So after our second startup, we said, Ooh, we got two babies and they were one and a half year apart. Uh, I was just cooked and done. And as I was, you know, 
breastfeeding my baby at nighttime. I was always on IG. I was going into this escape, like, oh, life would be so nice if I was on a boat south of France on a yacht, <laughs> living the life of a 20-year-old. And that's when I remember telling my husband, next one, next one, it's all about lifestyle. And, um, you know, I, I, I want to I wanna live this life. And I don't quite want to be an influencer, but I want to innovate in the luxury fashion. So then I started collecting some Birkins and Chanel flap as a way to diversify our cash too. Like, what am I going to do now that I we sold our company. So I started looking into these handbags as an investment, you know, oh, when I buy the Birkin, which is retail price at 10,000, it's worth 25,000. It, it was fascinating to me, like, how mm-hmm. can something that I buy and use, which I always thought it would just lose its value, is worth way more. Um, so and I and I came from a supply and demand space by having done these two-sided marketplaces. I was like, this is fascinating. A used item is worth more than its retail value. There's money to be had here. So for two years, I just nerded out in floor prices of Birkin, I guess. We don't call it that in the real right. world market, but we call it that in Web3. Anyway, so I started pumping out, you know, reports and analysis only for my own use at first. And then my friends started to quickly go, can you share with me how much the Birkin 25 black and gold is worth today? Because I'm about to buy one. So all of a sudden it turned into a blog. Next thing you know, there's a community of 10,000 women reading my blog. And then there's a color ver- visualizer for people to change their color to see which bag they should have. And then I, that's where I met my co-founder, Tiffany Black, who was the head of product at Pinterest. And her and I actually met over one of the bags. And then she was as fascinated by all these reports that I've done as well. And then she said, you need to get into Web3. <laughs> you know, your brain, your thought, your mind is perfect for Web3. You're both creative and analytical, which is what Web3 is all about, right? Mm-hmm. Um sure. So then I started going, oh, what the heck is Web3, though? <laughs> I am trading real bag. When you, you're telling me there are bags that are not real. And she's like, no, 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 no. So at first, we, 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 were, we were talking about Web3 in a way to authenticate the bags, right? Because I thought it was all about, you know, the non-fungible part of a bag, which means it's no longer counterfeit. And she was like, hang on, hang on. That's problem, you know cannot be solved by two ladies in the basement. What if we were to create a brand new category? That could be done by two ladies in the basement, apparently. (laughs) That, what if we were to create a whole new NFT line of handbags for ladies? Because she was showing me all these NFT projects and I was looking to buy into it. That was my tuition to learn NFT. She's like, buy a few NFT, get into the Discord. That's how you learn. So as I was getting into it, I thought, man, I don't like these things though. Like I don't like this flying frog and this, you know, can can I mm-hmm. like handbags? I like, you know, girly stuff. And so we started to notice a market. What if there was a non-PFP NFT project that steered toward what woman already loves, you know, a, a, a object of desire. And of course, we also quickly found out that there weren't a lot of women in this space yet. So as we were <laughs> opening our Discord, doing polls on Twitter, 60% would be men. And we're like, hang on a second. We're, we're making handbags 
and yet it's still mostly men here. Um, what's going on? So anyways, yeah, that's how it was a long answer for you, but that's how I got into NFT and, 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 and the pain that we were experiencing and we were motivated to create a new drop that was everything but the way it's currently done. No, I love that. And that is part of why I was so excited to speak with you in the beginning was because you told me about what you were doing. And I was, it's, it's something that I talk about all the time, I feel like is I never understood when I first got into NFTs, the draw of like the bored apes and the crypto punks, because I don't think those are cute. Like it, it's not interesting to me. I don't want to spend my money on it. I mean, I still kick myself that I didn't <laughs> Me back, yeah. you know, in the day. But these handbags are something that I would spend money on. Or like you can see, you know, behind me, I like the women in the space and the chicks in the space. And like those things speak to me, whereas, you know, the other pixelated JPEGs don't necessarily so I wanted to actually, I wanted to share my screen and just have you kind of walk through uh, what you're doing and just show everybody how beautiful these are because I love them. Awesome. Yeah. So here's uh, Angel's website, the diamondhandbag.club, luxury handbags for the next generation. So just kind of talk through what you're doing here. Yeah. So carrying on the timeline we were at, you know, I started emerging myself into Web3 and just noticing how backward it was from Web2, right? When it came to Web2, you know, especially working on projects like Airbnb, it was all about user experience, you know, how to mm -hmm. trust the host and um, onboarding and gaining trust and making things easy and instant book and price immediately there for you, right? When it came to Web3, it almost seemed backward. You don't know the price. You don't know the team. You don't know the mint day. You have to do a bunch of volunteer work to maybe get a chance to buy, right? So it was just upside down, <laughs> um, which I thought was fascinating because it was very, you know, it was like the Birkin and Chanel flap. You also don't know when the new collection is dropping. There are only rumors on Facebook. You don't know the prices of the bag. Everyone's guessing. And you certainly couldn't walk in and just buy a bag and walk out. So I started to really see the resemblance. I was like, hang on. The luxury market is actually really similar to the Web3 market. It's all about scarcity. It's all about just out of reach, hard to get. You can't get this. Someone else has this. You now want it. FOMO galore, <laughs> open serial icon, secondary market. So when I started to see those two pieces um, together, I thought this is perfect for introducing the luxury collectible into the Web3 space because all of these target audience actually think really alike. It's the same shopping behavior. Um, and then, then we were starting to think like we were talking about how we could innovate. What if you could customize your own bag. What if you know you don't just receive an NFT that's just given to you? So our V1, which is not on the website, but just want to give a little bit more context, was it's a customizable drop 
you can you know mix and match this handle. This is actually our 2D version of our first version that I think I showed you, Aaron. Mm -hmm. uh, back in the day, we were thinking, you know, the banana handle, you could choose the body of the bag, you could choose a charm, and you can actually make the bag. And that was our first tech. Like, what if you what if we turn web threes, you know, upside down where you didn't just receive the the PFP. Um, but then as we were launching and getting to know people in the space, we started to hear from these DGEN influencer friends of ours, uh, you know, Richard and Kenshi and a few others in Vancouver, Mac. Um, we got tons of great advisor hero in Vancouver because they co-founded Dapper Labs and Chris mm -hmm. Crypto Kitties and they know everything about NFT. And their advice to me was actually, I have increased value for the user, which is what I know to do in Web2. But when it comes to Web3, it's all about the project and its value. And when user can customize their own NFT, we actually decrease the value for the project because there is no longer this known rarity ratio that people can study and you know who knows what bag are being created, right? Um, and so that was our first key feedback that we heard that mm, while we like scarcity, we also like a really rare one that you have designed for us rather than you know user generated. Um, so we took the feedback and that's where V2 came from. We started to craft these 3D handbags that are much more, it's, it's something you can bring to metaverse, much more future-proof, right? Whereas the 2D one, it was hot for the PFP era, but now, you know, not, not anymore. So then we quickly pivoted to a 3D line that was not only ultra realistic, but also fantastical. Um, and also we are now taking the feedback of the DGENs, no longer customizable, but you're able to take this stunning piece of art and this is your ultra rare one of one handbag. So this is our new version. That's amazing. Love so that. we essentially can, you know, have these in the metaverse, right? Is that the vision of the future? Of yeah. like, as I walk around, I have my outfit, I've got my avatar, and I'm walking around, and I've got my handbag on me, right? Exactly. Where Aaron has it at the screenshot is a partnership we did at Decentraland Metaverse Fashion Week, Gossip Girl. We're our model because obviously our bags does not walk itself. Um, right. And you could see how the gossip gals are holding our Himalayan banana bag and the dragon bag there. Yeah. So we actually produce those for Decentraland already and they're available at the marketplace. I love that. I think there's um, I was talking with a friend of mine. It's like clothing and fashion have become such a staple of our society and like you can't help but walk into someone and be like, oh my gosh, I love your shirt or I love your necklace or I love your bag. It's like, it becomes a talking point and almost like an icebreaker, I feel like in real life. Mm -hmm. And I, I I can't see a world where that's not going to happen in the metaverse where you walk up to someone, you say, oh my gosh, I love your bag. Tell me about it. And then they share, oh my God, this is my custom one. This is my, you know, one of one mm -hmm. or whatnot. I think it's, um, I think you're, you're really tuning into something that I've been saying for months now. Like, it's definitely got to be there. It's, it's so here that it's got to be there, too. Exactly. And 
in addition to that, not only are you expressing yourself both in real life and in the metaverse and social media even, right? It's, we are also thinking, why not more controversial, right? The bag no longer has to hold anything. It doesn't need that physical constraint of actually having a bottom one day, right? Or we were, some of the design you see up top, it could be a aquarium with water in it. It could be a dragon that's breathing fire. It could be, you know, something super dynamic to express your mood. It could be a see-through bags with, you know, balls floating around. It's just however way you want to express yourself that you couldn't in real life. You know, now you could do show virtually. That's so cool. I love it. Yeah, and our first con first collection, we were thinking we would still honor the shape of the bag, right? Because that again is that reference people are used to. It's a it's an right. effective onboarding strategy for women to not feel overwhelmed. The handbag still looks like a handbag, but our future drops. I think we're going to push the limit more and more, and maybe one day what you're holding doesn't even resemble what you would normally hold as a handbag. You just have this. Even today, there are these tiny purses that doesn't hold anything. Really, it's just an accessory, right? Right. Um, yeah. Or maybe it holds your your lip gloss. <laughs> That's it. <Yeah>. Credit card. <laughs> right. Um, so I know one of the things that you were talking about when we first spoke, which, as we mentioned, was kind of the beginning of the project, and you, you know, things have changed and shifted since then. But you, we were talking about possibly having a physical twin to the the digital handbag is that still a thought or has that absolutely kind of... no okay. that 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 we when we were talking to all the audience they were actually really interested um a lot of the ladies that we show this bag to said i would love a dragon handle bag um you know it's elegant it's like you said it's a it's a it's a talking piece Right. You know, you walk into a party with a dragon handle bag, someone's oh, yeah. going to ask about I'm, it, you know? I'm going to ask about it, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, we're looking at creating a physical line as well. Uh, right now, we're also working on, you know, perhaps you own this piece of NFT and you could forge a token, which allow you the, you know, rights to line up for the physical line. Um and then therefore you could potentially keep a few or start to sell the other token that you got as a rightful owner. And that's another way for you to make money. You know, not only do you make money off the NFT that you own, but you also start forging these physical bag and start possibly so selling forge, them. I feel like that is a new term. So explain that. Uh, yeah, so Artifact is the, you know, company that have done it. And we we always look to them for aspiration because they are doing this well in the sneaker space. Um, and it's quite parallel to the, similar to the handbag space. So with Artifact, you know, when you own their token, you can forge a physical pair of sneakers. And they've proved that concept and people love not only the physical, but the um, virtual one, but basically it gives you a right to mint. Um, and with that new token that you've mint, you can then come to our website and basically, you know, burn that 1155 token and line up for another physical bag. Let's say Aaron, you got your two dragon bag. Now you're good with two. 
you start forging more tokens and you could sell that right to someone else who then buy that physical bag from you because they couldn't get that bag. Um, right. So that's well, interesting. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, it's, um it's awesome that you're tying in an in real life aspect to it because I think there are so many people who are, there's a whole population of the NFT world that are just all in, they are all in. And then there's a lot of us who are like, I'm in, but I also am out. Like there's, there's a real life that I have. I have family. I have obligations in real life. I'm not going to go jump into the metaverse 24 seven. And so what you're doing is you're basically appealing to both of those aspects where you have the digital world, you have the digital bag, but you also get to the comfort of what we all know and love, which is in real life, real, you know, experiences and taking that bag into, you know, social scenes that we're going to be, you know, engaging with, right? I'm going to, we're going to be heading to NFT NYC. Like that is an in-person. We're going to be talking a lot about the digital world, but it is still in-person. There's still a lot of in-person aspects of life. And so I, I think it's really cool that you've got both sides of that too. Mm -hmm, yeah. And we also want to empower women to get into Web3, right? So their current reference point is in real life. You know, they mm -hmm. are hanging out on social media, on IG, TikTok, but they're still capturing footage of in real life. They might be mixing in a little AR and VR, and maybe, you know, the bag is actually digital, but it is still self of France that she's in, right? Um, so I think this is our strategy of onboarding her from where she's comfortable she could use it on IG, first of all. She can claim out AR filter for IG. First, she could like, oh, I can now take it to IG and pose with a virtual bag. And yes, the dragon starts breathing fire. Someone go, is that a real bag? What is it? And then she goes, oh, it's actually a virtual filter that I'm using. Everything else is real. The bag is more than real. <laughs> and, then, mm -hmm. and then she now forged a physical bag that she could walk around with and now she understands how to burn a token how to forge a token what is a token but then we're incentivizing her with something she loves but i will learn all the token and burning because i really want this handbag right right so i think by step by step from where she's comfortable to okay i'll figure out the token okay i'll figure out how to burn it because i want the handbag we just keep bringing her back um, and I think that might be a great way to get more women involved. Well, and I think just especially once you have the physical piece, I mean, these are 100% talking points. Uh, and another thing that we've we've talked about or I've talked about, I actually uh, spoke at a non-fungible conference in Lisbon. And I, I mentioned you guys because I just think what you're doing is so cool. But one of the things is social status. There is a status, you know, associated with having this bag in the digital world when you walk into Decentraland or, you know, the uh, metaverse fashion week, but also in the physical world, like I would love to be carrying, I, I'm 100% infatuated with that bag, with the headphones and the mic. I, I would love to walk in somewhere, especially places, I mean, NFT NYC, yes, but also other places where it's not you know, uh, all everybody there is going to know, you know, NFTs and that world. But to walk into a space that isn't, 
you know, all those people that already know about it and be able to introduce, you know, Diamond Handbag Club to people that aren't into NFTs. So, you know, you walk in somewhere and they're going to be like, wait, what is this bag with the Mm -hmm. dragon handle or the banana handle or the whatever, you know, interesting handle or, you know, shape you've got? Mm -hmm. People are going to ask questions. They're going to want to know. And then you are opening that door to talk about NFTs. It very well could come that way. Where, where did you get this physical? Oh, there's a token to claim. Tell me more. I'm going to go check out that website. And now, you know, they're motivated to do that one extra step. Um, Oh, and 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 the, the, I feel like the opportunity for you with this luxury handbag, like you have so many other things that you can bring into it, luxury travel and, you know, luxury fashion and and just everything like meals and I, I, hotels. And I just, I feel like you're the, the world is your oyster here for what you guys do. Yeah. I'm so glad that you share our vision from day one and just really understood what we're about from with this club, the bag is obviously the first thing, like but we are exactly we mm-hmm. are we are wanting to have these uh, brand partnerships. So when you open your bag, there are you know maybe a pair of tickets to New York Fashion Week, yeah. maybe oh, cool. uh, you know lip gloss or beauty gift basket from certain brands. We're constantly going to tie you back into in real life perks and Web three perks. That. Um, And then the next line could be a helmet, could be anything that is virtual, that's luxury that you could express yourself with. Um, I love it. Quickly outgrow the world, the name Diamond Handbag soon. Well, it can Uh, be, you know, what's in the bag type type thing. So Mm -hmm. what is, I mean, obviously your website, diamondhandbag.club, what else, like where else is the best way to find out what's happening learn about you know your launch and um what's happening in in the diamond handbag club yeah we're on ig so at diamond handbag club and then on twitter we're at diamond handbag those are probably two resources to hear all our updates and then the website as well Perfect. Well, thank Perfect. you so much, Angel, for being here. Is there any anything else that our audience needs to know about what's happening? We're also going to be at NYC, um, NFT.NYC. So can't wait to meet you all. Um, I know. I can't either. Yeah. Well, I would love for anyone to, yeah, come up and meet us. Amazing. Cool. Oh, I'm so excited to see you there. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm, it's going to be like this big reunion, I feel like, because we've been talking to all these fabulous, amazing women, uh, you know, on the show. And then we're all going to converge in New York in yes. just a few weeks now. Yeah. So excited. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Fun. Well, well, thank you, you so Angel. much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. It was great to share with you guys. Wow. That is so exciting. I'm seriously, I'm actually not even like a huge fashionista or someone who, you know, cares too much about handbags, but oh, I'm jazzed. I am too. I am too. And I'm super excited. We're actually going to get the chance to meet Angel uh, next week in New York at NFT NYC. And, you know, we'll probably, um, I don't know, find out more about what's happening with 
updates on Diamond Handbag Club, and hopefully they'll be launching soon. Yeah, I mean that. I want that banana one. That's just so cool. So yeah, cute. I love the the headphones one. The headphone. And oh, that's speakers. a good one. Yeah. That's a yeah. good one. That's that's gonna be my. Uh, I hope I I hope I get that one. I like that. <laughs> yeah. So I just want to remind everybody, uh, be sure to subscribe on YouTube and hit that bell because that's how you get notified whenever we have new episodes. And of course, you don't want to miss an episode because they're always fun and entertaining and we try to bring you great guests and news and um, tutorials and tips for keeping yourself safe out there in the crypto and NFT world. Yes. As always, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Always remember, invest in yourself. You are worth it. Disclaimer. Neither the host nor the guests of the Nifty Chicks podcast are acting in the capacity of financial advisors. We wish to remain transparent and impartial to the NFT community at all times, and therefore, the content provided by the Nifty Chicks hosts and guests are intended for general information purposes only. Nothing written or discussed by the Nifty Chicks hosts and guests should be construed or relied upon as investment, financial, legal, regulatory, accounting, tax, or similar advice. Nothing should be interpreted as a solicitation to invest in any cryptocurrency or NFT, and nothing herein should be construed as a recommendation to engage in any investment strategy or transaction. Please be advised that it is in your own best interest to consult with investment, legal, tax, or similar professionals regarding any specific situation and any prospective transaction decisions. You must do your own research when considering investing in cryptocurrencies or NFTs. We are simply sharing our journey with you as we learn more about the world of NFTs. Happy minting.